Hello, everyone. I'm Joseph Roberson. And I'm Brian Tanner. And this is King Talk. We welcome you to our unapologetic and transparent discussion on any and all issues related to youth sports. If there's something you'd like to hear discussed, feel free to drop us a line. Shoot us a DM on IG at King Talk Podcast. That's one word. King Talk Podcast. Actually, this week, B, forgive me, man. I feel a little under the weather, but I'm here. I'm you here. good. I'm That's what I'm saying. You here. Hey, this week I wanted to uh, touch on some of the things that you know, a couple of people dropped us a line and wanted to know about. So in multiple discussions, you mentioned being a coach, right? So, Stout, you know I'm well, a coach. Oh, yeah, but I'm saying you said it in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you said you it in the podcast. I'm a coach. But so, so what they were asking about is what questions should they know? What, what would they want to know whether uh, in terms of putting their child on your team? Like, for instance, this. What would you what would you say to a parent who asks you, how do you determine playing time? I determine playing time by who deserves The kid who show up to practice, the kid who put in the most work, and of course talent play a big part in that. So okay. um the more talent I got, the less time some other kids may get, but if they bust their butt, I'll make sure I get them some time. Okay. Hey, is is treating every kid fairly the same thing as treating every kid equally? No. No. You can't treat everybody equally. Um, that's See, that, that to me, that's a breakdown um, in, the, in the system of things. Uh, you think about it. You go to L.A. County Park recreational right, right. Uh, team. They rotate them kids five in, five, five out. out. Right. You know, everybody play equal minutes. If this one played the first three minutes, you have to pull him. This one got to play the last three minutes of this quarter. If he start the first half, these set of kids got to start the second half. Everything has to be equal. Right. Um, as you get older, you get toward middle school, or you even get into the competitive side. Because I know fifth, sixth graders that can play. I got a couple. Right. But um, you get into that, to that type of all the competitive play, you have to be fair to everyone, but you can't necessarily be equal. Because they don't all contribute equally. They're not they don't equal all talent. contribute equally. Okay. Um, not necessarily talent. Okay. But, you know, some kids do develop faster than others. I hate to use the word talent because you create a sense of inferiority. And some kids, when you say they're less talented or that individual is more talented. Um, when I say be fair, I think you have to be fair according to each, um, each kid. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to know how to coach each kid. You have to know how to motivate and approach each kid. That's how you be fair to a kid. Even well, if you if you know they're not playing a lot, right. it, it, it's ways you can phrase it to them. Or, or it's ways you can be fair to them. Um, like, for instance, I got some kids may only play 10 minutes a game. Okay. They mainly let a reserve. They get that, but they want to be part of a winning program. So I'm being fair to them because I'm honest with them from the beginning. You let the parents know. I let the parents know what I got, the talent level. Look, but here go the beauty of it. If you want him to get better, you want him with me. Okay. Because I'm a developer. And that's what it's about. Every you know, someone child, asked that too. Someone said, ask, how do you develop players? But go ahead with that. Yeah, I'm, we'll I'm a developer. Um, yeah. Prime example, Stefan, my nephew. Okay. Man, Stefan couldn't hit a layup in the ninth grade. 
Stefan couldn't. I, I, I'm not playing. Like literally, Stefan would blow layups to the other side. Okay. He couldn't find himself. So he you're not get, saying just the left hand. Layup, I'm talking about both. Okay, period. Jump shot. Okay. Oh man, we didn't know what that was. It's a no go. It was a no, no go. Go. No go. <laughs> he was pitiful, bro. But uh, even Brandon, Brandon uh, wasn't where he's at now. Okay. Eighth, ninth grade. Brandon used to get laughed, teased. I remember one time. He was in an all-star game, and he get mad when my wife and I bring it up. He was in an all-star game, and I think he smoked his first couple layups, airballed a couple jumpers. Okay. The two little boys went to each other and said, hey, man, don't pass that dude the ball no more. He's sorry. Oh, wow. Wow. B heard him. My wife heard him. Kind of put him back, and he came to me one day. He said, I'm tired of everybody calling me sorry. Because before that, he thought it was a stuff, because guess where we had him at? Where? At the rec leagues. Okay. Hey, and in the rec leagues, he was dominating. He was dominating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and everything was equal. Hey, now that being said, hold on. I just saw a post, too. B scored 71 points, and it was that accurate? Man, that's accurate. Did, hey, in, in the second game, I'm going to put it out there. Like he, that. Had, he had 47 in the first. Uh-huh. And uh, I think Jack came to him and said, Jack Pollin. Shout out to Jack Pollin. Appreciate that, Jack. Jack said, um, Brandon, that was a third – that's like the third or fourth highest scoring total. Brandon was like, what's the record? He said, low 50s, I got to check. I think it was Tyree, the kid from Van Nuys, he put up 53. Okay. Brandon said, I almost had that with no effort. So I told him, and you know, I'd be on him. I don't care where you at, who in front of you, eat. 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 Don't hold back because it's your friends. Quit. Hey, that's that was your problem this year at Tab. You didn't go out and dominate. You didn't impose your will from the beginning. Go impose your will this game. I looked up, the boy had 37 at the half. Wow. And I asked him, I said, can you get to 60? Your career high, 61. Get the record first, then we're going to worry about your career high. Man, I think he went 10 for 16 from the three. And the second half? Had about half? five dunks. No, the oh, game, okay. for the game. Yeah, but, okay, okay. but he put up 34 in the second half. Okay. Did and he take every shot? No. His partner had 50. Oh, wow. The guy on his team had 50. Okay. They just were making all their shots, rebounding, okay. putbacks. He had a lot of rebounds, probably about – 14, 15 okay. putbacks. So it was, it wasn't like he was just jacking. You know, he was just being active. Okay. You know, and that's something that you hear me preach a lot. I tell kids to be active. That's how you get on the court. You have to be active. Um, now, now you mentioned that you develop players. What does that mean? And, and not even just specifically in one sport, period. What does it mean to develop players? And why does a parent need to ask a coach that? Well, first, I, you need to ask because – a lot of programs about the wins and the losses. Okay. The more they win, the more kids they feel like they pull in. Um, a lot of dudes don't even know what they're doing. So you need to get in there and ask some bare facts on how they develop. I can train anywhere from baseball, golf, tennis, basketball, football. I do all the sports, okay. Vertimax-wise. Right. Um, I, got a, I got a couple girls I do for track. Um but I do most of my stuff is centered around resistance training to Vertimax. Okay. It increase your explosion, blah, blah, blah. Shout out to Vertimax. I ain't going to give you too much till y'all start plugging plugging us with some of them endorsements. Stop playing, man. Stop break playing. Bread, break bread. Give us some. But I break it down from the very, very core. Mm-hmm. I get in, see what you can do. I see what we need to work on, see what we need to correct. And we go from there and we build you block by block. You're not going to do a thousand things with me in one day. You see, I am when 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 Jaden come over, we work the same two moves in about an hour and a half frame. Right, right. And that's what we do. We go do it over and over and over and over and over again until it's embedded in the head, just like second nature, until it's a habit. 
that's how you develop. Now, can can you break down? I I know the hustle. I know the hustle. So as it relates to you, sports sponsorships, uh, coaches wanting to be sponsored by some of the major uh, shoe companies, mm-hmm. and to get those sponsorships and then retain them, you have to win. You got to win. Point blank. That's period. when they come about the winning then. But parents want their kids on that team so they can feel like they can say, "Oh, hey, my kid played for the Compton Magic. Mm-hmm. My kid played for the truth." My, but then what they don't understand is now and again, there's different tiers. But teams. them dudes are not developing. Okay. And that's and 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 a lot of parents go out and spend that two three grand in the summer and put them on a bigger program to watch them sit there or play on a non EYBL on a non circuit team. So and, they got to be aware of that. If your child not playing on that main team, you paying for them kids who playing on that main circuit to play. Okay. Okay. Hey, I ain't then, trying to give away the hustle, right. but that, that's, but it's that's just the real game. Life. Yeah. And then I don't want to make the statement that they're not developing kids at Most all. Most of them not, though. But the reality is if you put your kid on one of those teams, and, and that relates to any sport, because it's, it's this new word. Matter of fact, I don't really know if it's new. I just see it everywhere, and it blows my mind. You ready for this word? Go ahead. Give it to me. Everybody want to be, they want their kid on an elite Team. Elite team. They want to get. Oh, my kid plays. Hey, it's a lot of. Elite. Hey, it's a lot of teams out here with a lead on their name. Yeah. Shouldn't have a lead on. Them. Oh, I thought about making some shirts for myself that just say elite. You know, my team is all in. We don't have an elite. Okay. We don't have okay. a premier. We okay. all in. We won. Yeah. Um, I just saw another team the other day. I, I remember every time I played them, we smacked them by thirty or forty. This one of these guys. I ain't gonna call out no name because they gonna know who I'm talking about no. if they listening. Um, about to pluck one of your kids, but anyway, now I'm just playing. <laughs> and why everybody go with elite though? Where where that word? Because they make going? it feel like it separate them, like it put them above. But that's what I'm saying. This team is called Blank Elite. Okay. And they shouldn't even have that behind their name. They right. just got drugged by thirty in four games wow. this weekend. So they should be local rec league elite. They should be rec. They league should put R E C instead of elite. Wow. Yeah. Hey, another parent asked, um, should. They made mention about a coach who didn't want them at the practices. How do you feel about that? Are Sometimes your practices some, open? To my, my practices are, are open. Uh-huh. But if you go create havoc, you got to go. What does that mean? How do parents, can you give us a lot of parents interfere? Create, ha- they interfere. Uh, how do they create um, havoc? How do they interfere? Question you over playing time. Want to talk to you while they child not in the drills. That's him. He need to get his butt up and get involved. Okay. Um, disrupting practice. Yelling at their child, saying something to someone else's child, like we scrimmaging or stuff like that. Or a lot of times they give kids an excuse. They're giving them an outlet when they're younger. Right. And that's what a lot of people try and prevent. I don't mind them being there because I'm going to take control from again. I let my parents know, this is the way I am. Right. Please don't disrupt my training. Yeah. I mean, I, you'd have been, I have 10, 15 parents in the gym and they all, you know, they cooperate. Okay. But it, it's about... How you set it up from the beginning. See, a lot of coaches, they don't start the right way with the parents, and then when that it get when that monster, like what when that two headed monster start coming, when they you know they building up, then he can't control it. Now he wanna just exclude everybody. Y'all can't come to the gym and you can't do that either. Right, right. You know, right. you have to establish ground rules from the beginning for each and every person. You ever had a parent trying to coach their kid during the yes, game? Yes, and I told him, take your child with you, go start a team. Wow, wow. You can't coach, and, and I'm coaching at the same time. Hey, I need you to be quiet, I've brother. had to do that. I've had yeah. to tell kids who I'm calling a timeout, bringing you over there, or even during the game, I'm talking to you. 
but you busy looking at your at pants. your daddy yeah, mainly. So I tell him, like, hey, look, go over there with your daddy. Go over go there with him. Right, go sit over yeah. there too. Get off my Stay bench. over there with him. Hey, and it's not it's not to be um, cold to the student athlete, but there is a message that has to be sent. It you has to, to be it. clear that at this moment that you're you're not you're not going to be divided in where your attention is at. And you're going to stick with this. Hey, another yeah. thing I think that bothers me, too. I didn't went all the way to now something, talking about something bothers me. But you ever see kids where you know that, like, wow, like, you're competing based on what your parent then told you. Oh, yeah. And your parent has never played. They don't play the game. Way. So why are you listening to your parent? And you kind of want to look at the parent and let that be known. But... You want to be courteous. It is a business. I thank God. I just ended. We just got out of a situation like that. Okay. What happened? What we happened? had a lot of parents want to tell their kids yeah. what to do instead of letting DT coach them. Okay. And that was one of my things. I, right now, I'm a parent. I'm not a coach. I say stuff to Brandon, but it's right. more on encouragement level. If he frustrated, he's not getting the ball. Flat out, I tell him, "Well, fool, go rebound. Get a steal. Do something different." Right. Right. You know, learn, figure out how to contribute. The ball will come. Um, but every parent not like me. You know, some of the parents, you sit there through a lot of them games. You hear yeah, how they talk. Shoot yeah, yeah. it. Why he yeah. coming now? Why Why y'all trying to freeze such and such out? Give my baby the ball. And, you know, that drives me crazy. And the whole time these kids listening, and that, and, and they, and that stuff start sinking in. And one day they told me, oh, he can't hear me. Apparently you've hey, never played basketball because hey, I hear hey, everything hey, from he the crowd. Hear your voice. He, he know hear your, your voice, voice, especially your child. Hey, it can be loud in the gym. I can say B. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm gonna take it further though. Even in football, I remember playing football. Now I got on a helmet, mind you, right? Mm. And I remember hearing some parents from the stands scream and put their kid in, like, "We want to see 21." We want, and I thought to myself, like. You don't know that right now you are humiliating your, your child. child. Like that's no, even worse. Nobody would have really paid attention to the fact that your child ain't been in the game consistently yet. But because you're screaming it now, we all looking. You embarrassing. Hey, him. and you are humiliating so your child, destroying their sense of esteem and self-efficacy. Message, parents. Message. Tell them again. What you doing to your child? Hey, humiliating them. Man. Hey, destroying their esteem. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. That take me to this story. One time this coach said this. This was at the end of the season awards banquet. And he said. Uh, I think they need to get rid of them, too. But we'll talk about uh, that after you finish. Hey, he said. And I didn't think this made much sense. I just seen so much stuff during the course of my journey with athletics. He said, we just want to give so-and-so the award for team spirit. He is like, he came to practice every day. He worked as hard as Don't he never complained. That. No, look, I'm going to tell you what he said. Don't at the end, that. that. I just shook my head and was like, no, you didn't just say that. He was like, he competed to the best of his ability, although he knew he would never see the field. And I thought to myself, you what? didn't just say that, did you? You didn't just say that, did you? Yeah, no, I've heard a, I've heard a million things, my brother. Yeah, I didn't think That's that was rough. I, you could have found a way to give him that award. But see, that's what I mean about the war banquet. They need to get rid of that completely. Um, It's hard sitting there. Like, I had a little girl I trained. The other day she came to the house, she was frustrated. She played basketball and run track on that tab. She going to know what I'm talking about. Why is she frustrated? Because she felt like she should have got the award for best defensive player. (coughs) And it didn't quite work out like that. Oh, man, you good. You good. It didn't quite work out like that. 
they gave it to somebody else who was actually the person that shot the ball the most. Okay. Um, just distraught. I'm talking about pissed. Okay. Came with her slipping and everything. Hey, you got me. Yeah, like she's going off, bro. The like younger, yes. Oh, Mama wow. standing right there, couldn't control her. I'm looking wow. at her like, whoa. Wow. Get her. Finally, wow. I calmed her down, and I just told her, I'm like, everything don't always go the way you plan. Right, right. And that's a trophy. That means nothing. You know how many trophies I got in my house with the heads broke off of them? A lot. A bunch of them. Once I get them, it don't mean nothing. I want the next one. But I'm addicted to trophies. So I kind of get where she coming. But now you create that competition, right? You get what I'm saying? You creating right, this right. competition within the team based off these awards you get. Well, but the trophies, they create jealousy. They don't mean as much anymore, though, now that everyone gets a participation. Well, that's only in red league. I'm talking about high school sports. They okay. need to get rid of oh, these gotcha, bankers. Gotcha. Because that creates tension and division within, within that team because everybody fighting to be that now, dude. But at get the same time, though, isn't that just the reality of our society is that if you're valued a certain way or you accomplish certain things, you're going to be acknowledged for it. And if sports is a replication uh, of society, I think, isn't that I think reasonable? society has gone too far with rewards. One thing that drives me crazy is every time I look up and a kid putting thank God, a blessing, an offer from CSUN, thank God, another offer from Long Beach State, thank God. I got an offer from UCLA. Why can't they thank God? Man, they don't mean that. Oh, what, time, what you mean? That. What you mean? They don't mean that. You you might be appreciated. You saying you saying it's just it's the um, what what word am I looking for? It's empty rhetoric. It's just it's a empty statement. Rhetoric. Okay, it's okay. a statement. Okay, you know I hadn't, we hadn't put up one offer, Brandon. Got keep that to yourself when we sign. Okay, when you sign that paperwork, then it's real. Oh yeah, but we but my point a, is we live in a world of social media. But though. that's my thing. Yeah, yeah, my point yeah. is, and they go back to the award shows, mm. the award banquets, right? The rec league mentality. You know, what about that kid who's sitting over here struggling to get an offer and just put in just as much work as you? Right. Or this kid who's not good enough to go to a Fresno State or a San Jose State or a UCLA, and he got to go to maybe a Pierce College or a prep school. Right. What about that kid? And then, to, and I've been told by coaches personally that they don't like that, recruiters. Okay. Because if I take my time to come here and extend this offer to you, you know, just in case you decide to go somewhere else, you said it earlier about what you're doing to your child. Don't humiliate me. So you're saying it's potentially humiliating to a coach or? To a coach and a program sometimes. Mm, I never thought about that. I'm not in that situation. Yeah, you, you don't get, if they don't choose you sometimes, that's humiliating. If they go at another school over you, that's humiliating. But that, I mean, that's through every level of uh, basketball. That's, I mean, that's football too. Yeah, and any sport, any sport. Any but sport. I mean, it don't matter whether it's But a lot of them Carolina. kids be fluffing though. What does that mean? I know two or three. I know they don't have any offers like that. And they post the offer out like every week too, so. And what does that accomplish? Just to feel good? feel relevant. Oh, but okay. when that, when you, that's why I tell B, you can do that stuff, but when it comes down to it, and you're not inking your name on the scholarship. Yeah, all that. But, but now, okay, now this is a little off topic from sports, but the social media world has affected our society so much. Oh, tremendous. That sometimes things don't even have to be part of people's real life as long as they can represent it on they social media. They can show it on social media. They have a certain contentment and complacency with that. That's unfortunate. I find that to be strange, but that's the reality of our world. Since now. you brought that up, parents, recruiters do look at social media, so you know. 
We hard on our kids, what they post. We watching what they post. Be thoughtful. How they post and be thoughtful about what you put on social media. Yeah. Because believe it or not, them recruiters be on the kids' social media, and they be on your social media. Yeah, that's real. Even down to what BJ do, as far as acting go, we have to watch what we put, what we post, because you never know what director or producer going to be looking. So I always represent your child in the right light. Some I I I got some friends and I go on their page, they venting about other people's kids on their page. Right, right. Or complaining about the coach on their page. And please believe there are some schools that will not make you an offer because Based they don't off feel your like parents. being bothered. Yeah. I actually yeah. I saw a post I saw a post on Instagram some something to that um effect the other day. Yeah. Like it it was a it was some top ranked kids. They end up going to smaller mid-majors because the coaches and the recruiters didn't like the way the parents were acting. And when the kid asked why, what happened, why they fall off, and the coach just told them flat out, it wasn't you. It was your parent. I can't deal with, I can't deal with that element. We ain't messing with your parents. You're not messing with them. So parents, watch what you do because you really can affect your child by the way that you carry on in them stands. You can have a top 50 athlete. And he not go get the respect and the love as a top fifty athlete because his parent is a non top fifty. Hey, look in his conduct. Now that being said, yeah, let me let me change or turn the table for a second, right? Mm-hmm. As a coach, what would you ask a parent to try to avoid? Like, so let me tell you, even as I present that question, kind of the the reasonable questions I think that a coach could ask a parent is like. Well, what are your expectations? Because me as someone who coaches kids, I, I see where parents are delusional and unrealistic sometimes. It's like <laughs> your kid don't even have an interest in the sport. Your kid, it kind of reminds me of academics too. Some parents don't realize that if the only time your child study is in school and your child doesn't go home and study, then your child is not going to end up with the highest academic outcomes. So it's no different with athletics. If the only time your child practice is at practice, that practice? that's not good yeah, enough. You're not, you're not. So if your child has no interest in working at their craft outside of it, then maybe, then is do you have that understanding? Like, oh, I'm here because I appreciate the fitness, the exercise, or you know, do you have realistic expectations? Well, I'm going to put it like this. I just, I'm, we, we trying to get this program going again at Ivy. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've had three kids checking in. Um, I'm expecting about two to three more. But my main thing I'm looking for right now, I'm looking for some kids who want to go play and compete. Play at the what? Who want to play and compete. Okay, gotcha. All right, so being part of this program, um, I'm fortunate Mm -hmm. that we got a smaller gym. Okay. Um, The volleyball team can't use it. Nobody else will be able to get in it. We don't have a girls' basketball team. So I'll be able to utilize the gym from after school up to 10, 11 o'clock. That's going to be part of it. Pack you some sandwiches. Okay. Bring you some juice and some water, and we go train after school for a good while. So so tell me how that relates to what questions you would present to a parent. So are you I'm asking, I want to make sure they dedicate it. And that they understand what? That they understand. We go train 25, 30 hours a week before they put them regulations on me. Okay. To where we only can be in the gym two, three hours a day. But we're going to okay. get it in as much and as often as we can in order to develop. That's going to build a camaraderie. That's going to build, that's going to bring my parents together. If you, you mm. stuck somewhere together a lot of the time, you tend to form bonds and friendships. Um, I got to make sure they want to be part of a family. Right. We don't have, we're not going to have individuals in my school. What if, what if, uh, I don't like all the parents who um, I've been on teams. That's okay. Be cordial. 
Oh, okay. Keep it moving. Be cordial. You don't have to be around them. Keep the peace for us. We I just don't him? want conflict. Can I shoot them that evil eye every now and then? Every blue moon, if you need to oh, put them in their place, that's oh, fine. But just keep it down because in the end, all that controversy between parents don't do anything but transfer to kids. Mm, that's real life. That's you know? real life. So I, I, I just like to know. I sit down and ask people just general questions about the family, how many kids, mm. um, married, unmarried. Um, where you from? Right. What do you do for a living? Not that I'm trying to figure out your pocket, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out your temperament. If you ask them where they from and they say Buffalo, you know right I then. I know right then. The they rough. They with the business. They rough. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, okay. I okay. might, you know, I, I might pull a Buffalo <laughs> kid in here and there. But, you know, you better watch them people from Buffalo. Hey, <laughs> hey. hey what, what other things do you think, do you say, do you do? Do you consider when it comes to parents? Mainly, you know, I, I tell them in a minute, my bun not with you. Oh, wow, that's deep. My bun is going to be with your child. Okay. I like you. That's real life. That's I like life. you. Yeah, yeah. You know, eventually I may even develop love for you. But I ain't here to be your but friend. But I'm not here yeah. to be your friend. Yeah. yeah. I'm not here to be your child friend. Yeah. yeah. I'm here to train, yeah. develop, and coach yeah. your child and make him into what he need to be. Right. And I, I think people... One, one, one problem I see with um, high school sports here in L.A. is too political, what even on the mean? public school level. What does that mean? Political. Everybody politicking. They trying to, everybody pitching. Everybody promoting their child. Everybody, everybody want their child to be the man. Everybody try to figure out how to get next to the coach. I, it happened to me too, believe it or not. You know, they want to they be your best friend. Because if you, 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 you committed to them in a friendship, a lot of times you committed to their child. Right, right. And you go put their child first. And then at the same time, that's the reality of the world we live in because I've seen situations where, even at the collegiate level, I've seen times where it's obvious and apparent to every player on the team that that's the favorite. That this player right here is not as competitive as this one. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about at positions. You're talking about like I'm, what we saw at UCLA the last couple of years? Um, um, yeah, I watched that. It was a bad scene. You had guards on the floor there. I think I know Alfred like his son and all, yeah. but he wasn't. Yeah, he shouldn't have been playing ahead of certain people. Oh wow! Yeah, wow. I, I, you know, I don't okay. know you, Steve. You know, I don't, don't care if you get mad. Hey, but at the same time, it can't be. Look, it's not just what you know; it's who you know. Yeah. If that's my son. Oh, okay, it, my son! Know, it's on. okay with yeah. nepotism. I yeah. tell people all the time. Yeah, you know. That's why BJ staying with me this year. I'm gonna be honest, because I got to make sure he develops. He's right, not gonna be my right. only concern, but, right. but, 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 he, but he's but part people, of your concern. But he's part of my concern. But people who know me, just like when I started travel ball, I don't do daddy ball. Right. I'm actually probably worse on my kids than I will be on yours. Okay. And because that sets a tone. If if you see how I get at mine, you you got to be okay with how I get. You at already yours. know. Yeah, so if, yeah. and I'm gonna tell you from the beginning. You see how I get mine? Yeah. That's how I'm gonna get yours. But I, I just think though it's not it's it's not realistic to say coaches never have favorites. That it's not some things You that always go have a favorite. Yeah, it's not you some have things that go beyond just basketball ability. So I hear what you're saying about politics, because that really exists. Yeah. And that's where a parent really has to evaluate a situation putting their you young student athlete into that situation. Honestly, I got some favorites. Yeah. And I got parents to be mad that I have favorites. But a lot of the times, and this go back to the parents, the reason this child is my favorite yeah. is because this parent get on my nerve. I hear you. You I get what I'm you. saying? And, and I don't think parents know how they affect situations. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. You know, it's better a lot of times for them if, if you don't know what you're doing and right. you said it. Right. Get your butt out the way. Now, I'm, I'm going to take it a step further. I have situations where I see this student athlete is more athletic. However, this is how deep sports goes. This one is more athletic. So some people perceive just by virtue of that, they're supposed to be on the, on the court, on the field, right? But what they can't that see beyond can't that, do X and hey, look, hey, can't learn the offense. The offense, yes. Can't learn the defense. We so just had that at Tab this year, that. too. A some young man thought he was supposed to be starting. Right, right. He couldn't even get the plays down. Okay. And then I used to tell him, do you draw him out at night? Okay. Have you came to the house with Brandon and Stefan yeah. and said, hey, yeah. bro, Walk me through this. Yeah. That go back to what you were saying, what you willing to do outside the gym. Yeah. Them the type of kids I'm not going to deal with, I don't want. Right. You know what I mean? I'd rather take six kids that nobody else want, and they were willing to come to the gym, and let's get better. It don't take long right. to develop. Hey, the one that's willing to work harder. The hard hey, And I will, I will sit the one down that's more athletic in favor of the one who's going to get on the ground for Oh, yeah, ball, die for the loose right? ball. Go for the rebound. Hey, a good teammate. Right? Yeah. Who's going to have a positive energy. Play D. Who's going to respond to coaching. Play D. Right? Yeah. That's the yeah. main thing, boys. If you want to figure out how to play ball and get on the court, learn how to play oh, defense first. On, man. Do people really need to play D anymore? You better play D. You see, we got cats putting up 71 points now. Shout out to B. Wilson. 71. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I ain't feeling well. My, my uh, laugh don't even sound right. I feel burnt out. Hey, but that's the reality. So... In terms of, of, you know, wrapping our topic up, what else should a parent be considering or be willing to ask a coach? Because, hey, look, let me give they you They can't one. be scared to ask the hard questions. What, what, what's the hard questions? I mean, I, 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 I don't know what the hard questions can be. Can I give one? Give me on one. one. I think parents should be, uh, I think it's necessary to ask a coach how do they handle scheduling conflicts. How did it? Hey, because I seen some I coaches. Never thought of that. Hey, look, I That's seen some coaches who don't care, especially if you're going out of town on a family vacation, so you miss practice. But I see some coaches hold the kids. Now, if you move, now listen. Now I am about that. Uh huh. If you miss my practice, especially the day before a game, yeah, okay, I can't start you, regardless if you're out of town or not. Okay. I'm not saying you're not gonna play. Right. But if you're a usual starter, I can't start you this game because that don't look. That's not fair. Going back to being fair to each player. Right, right. That's not fair to the kids who've been here. Oh, hold on, hold on. I got one more, though. This, this might be the most important one. We may have to extend the time just to get through this one. Go ahead. Parents should be comfortable asking coaches, how do you feel about my child playing for multiple teams? When we talk about... You like, talking about travel ball. Travel ball. Sorry. Yeah, because, hey, look, that better not be happening in high school. But travel ball. Yeah, some... I don't mind certain ones. Uh-huh. Um, just like I got a couple kids now that I feel like it's time for you, for instance, Jaquan Parchman. Okay. Um, he going into his junior year. Okay. Um, my 16s and 17s not going to be as good as what they were last year with being everybody. Right. So maybe you need to go play, stay training with me, but you stay playing with all in, but for viewing purposes, 
Yeah. When the viewing period come, you go play with the West Coast Elite. Okay. Or you go over here and run with a BTI. I got another okay. kid like that run with BTI. Or you go over here and you run with Why Not or whoever you can get on the circle with. Right. Or go run with unique ballers. Go right. get on the circle with somebody. Then when the, the viewing period over, come back home. Okay. So we can get back on this grind and this development. Right. I don't have a problem with that. But because some they should do. put the child first. Now, if a man got an issue and tell you all you can do is be with that team. Right. And they... They don't want to work with you. That means he after your money. Okay. So he only wants your child. Okay. And it's not about developing and right. putting your child in the best situation for him to succeed. Oh, that's deep. Hey, that being said, I don't want to offend anybody, but I've seen a lot of coaches do that. I, and then what I find ironic is this. See, I know the hustle. So they don't do it to me. They're not about to tell me that as it relates to my I child. I they would. But I see people do it to other people. Oh, yeah, I got people that come wow. ask me. I got a I got a dude that's supposed to be a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Anytime one of his kids come to me to train, he kick him off the team because he's scared they go come play with me. Wow! And I'd oh, yeah, be like, yeah, wow! Yeah, yeah. He won't even let them train with. Don't you. Don't even want them training with me. Yeah. And yeah. I don't want them. Right. Right. Matter of fact, I didn't gave you people that I didn't even want because yeah. if yeah. you don't put forth the effort, I don't need you. Like, and you, it's weird how that works. I've seen it. It's I've weird it. how that worked. Now I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's weird how yeah. that worked. Now what I could understand is this. This is what I can understand. Okay, because I rock with E. Miller, right? Okay. I that's my dude. He didn't have my back so tough that if my son may play for three teams, but everyone knows the clear priority. Everyone knows that hey, even though people would tell me like, oh man, you don't need to have your son over there. You need to have for me it's bigger than basketball. A coach's voice will eventually rival your own as a parent. It does so I'm that. very thoughtful. Hey, another reason why, it okay, hey, I, I brought my son to you. I asked you. I was like, hey, can my son post up over there with you and the boys and just kick it so he could be in that vibe? Because I'm thoughtful about what environment am and I who putting you my got son him around. in. Exactly. Who, who is he listening to? Parents, y'all need to listen to that. Be mindful. He's yeah, he dropping yeah. some, some old jewels. Yeah. A coach can rob your own voice. Right, right. It's happened to me a couple times. Come on, man. So I, hey, look, so I have to make sure yeah. I'm thoughtful. So for me, at the end of the day, it's not even really just about sports. Mm. It's about, hey, because, and I, I don't know any other term to use, but what if you put your kid up under a milk dud? Come on. <laughs> what, you, what if you put your kid up under a milk dud? And you got your kid running around here listening to a milk dud. And you thought it was just about sports, right? That goes back to exploring your purpose and stuff in it, too, you know? And and and, and then, too, last thing I say on this, because you were talking about what questions to ask a coach. Right. They need to ask a coach, who have you helped get to school? Okay, okay. How many of your kids have transitioned to right. whether it's JC, okay. whether it's a prep, whether it's a D3, D2, NAIA, D1, whatever right, the case right. may be. How many kids have you helped transition? Come on, I want to, to check. Hey, I want to check your references and your resume. Let me check resume. your resume. Hey, I got me a few now, so y'all can come check mine. Hey, that's what's up, B. I appreciate you uh, giving them some feedback. Hey, hopefully that helps you as parents. If y'all got any other questions, hit us. Shoot us a line at King Talk Podcast on IG, and and we'll talk about it. All right, we gonna wrap it up. We talk to y'all later. That's Thank you King for listening, to King Talk.